you were in, if you broke, if you broke out of prison, what's the thing you'd give up, you'd want that would potentially get you back in prison? Like you had to go out and get an item, and you had to, you had to uh, get that item, obviously in the world. What's that thing you want? You really want? Well, I have to go out and get it. But if I yeah. go and get it, I'm going to go back to prison. You potentially could. There's like what? A sixty percent chance you'll be fine. Forty percent chance you won't. So you want something that's also going to be useful in case you do go back into prison. I'm going to think about this practically. Um, mm. I think the most useful thing to everyone would be that I go and get my microphone, so that I could then do a prison pod. But you, could you do a prison pod? Because you need like a laptop. You need internet connection. I feel like you could get those things pretty. I feel like those those things are easier to get than a microphone. I reckon. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, personally, I would get. Uh, now nah, I'd probably get like a bunch of weed. Not gonna lie. Or or a notepad. Or a notepad. Well, I, I, a notepad's easy to uh, You want a shit ton of paper. For me, shit ton of paper, a pen, like actual. You want like five pens and like a shit ton of weed. That would that would be my thing. But what would you do with the pens? Oh, I'd I'd write stuff. I'd, I'd, I feel I'd like write. you could get pens in prison. Actually, no, because they're stabby, aren't they? You probably could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just end up yeah. with pencils, and no one likes pencils. True. Uh, pencils still stabby. Uh, That's a good. Yeah. This is a good question because you need. If you do go back, you also need some of the. Hmm. Cigarettes would be good because cigarettes are currency in Very prison, aren't they? If if yeah. movies have taught me nothing else. Cigarettes are money in prison. Yeah. Maybe like, because you know every prison movie you ever watch, there's always like a smooth, wise black guy. Sure. So maybe you could go out of the prison and make friends with a smooth black, uh, smooth black guy. I mean, yeah. if you do go back to prison, they come with you. But if yeah, they don't, yeah. you've also made a friend. <laughs> also, sure. Yeah. So you go out and get Morgan Freeman, that's fine. Yeah, I would go out and get and get Morgan Freeman. That's a good one. Or uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover for sure. Well, an actual, it wasn't an, an English person, actually, recently. Didn't get Donald Glover. They didn't get, they didn't get Morgan Freeman. Instead, they opted to go and buy a new Call of Duty. A, a prisoner who was on the run because, from uh, prison in Birmingham uh, got caught because he was trying to buy a new Call of Duty. Got, he got caught in the Midlands. Uh, so, <laughs> and he went out to get it because apparently lockdown is too hard. Without the new Call of Duty, and he where got do found... you buy it from? That's my question because everything's fucking shut. No idea, no idea. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Tesco. Yeah, maybe. maybe I don't even think people. they're allowed to sell. Oh, who who fucking knows at the moment? But that's yeah. <laughs> just so weird. Yep. And I like uh, to it's... think that he saw it on Facebook Marketplace, someone selling it, and then he went to their house, knocked on the door to pick it up, and then they were like, "Wait, you were on the." And then that person called the police on them. Maybe. Apparently, he he gave it. He was with his friend. His friend who what a fucking idiot. Oh, I'm, I'm just gonna go with my friend who's on the run from police. He's an idiot as well. On the run from police, I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna help him buy Call of Duty because he needs help. Like that friend. That friend. He's probably going to prison as well because you know, like helping a, a fugitive maybe. Oh. But yeah. Um, it, it, what's even worse about it is the harsh lockdowns that the UK is on right now. There's no one in the streets, so the police are going to take fucking note of everybody. Just not the fact, yeah, not the fact they're uh, maybe escaped from prison, but the fact they're uh, just maybe breaking like uh, quarantine rules or, or lockdown rules. So th- yeah, this guy was uh, he gave a fake name, then he tried to assault the police officer. And then, and then he got uh, and the police always subdued him and they were like why did you go out and he's like I want a new cosh that's so stupid because yeah you go out and like I've not been I've not been stopped when I go outside by like the police but the police are like about and you see them like asking people what they're doing out yeah. Like, but yeah <laughs> why would you give a fake name and then assault the police officer. Surely uh, that that's cover blown at that point. Like uh, you've given a fake name. You're like, my name is Chet Hanks, and sure. then and then punch then him. you punch <laughs> him. 
like every time I've escaped from prison, I've changed my name. Like I've my parents don't even recognise me anymore. They don't. They don't. Thanks to that face-off technology. And uh, <laughs> moving to Taiwan uh, was a bold move. It was. But it's worked. It's worked. And now you're podcast rich. I'm ranking in podcasts. Naked <laughs> men make me so much money. Damn right it does. Which is why we have no ads. <laughs> <laughs> don't but, need them. Don't need them. Yeah, I feel like, wasn't a, the other surprising thing from that story, despite being what I would consider to be, I wouldn't call myself a gamer, but like, I, I, I keep fairly up to date. Had no idea there was a new Call of Duty until I you mean, just read that story out to me. And there's always going to be a new Call of Duty. Like, for the last, what, 13 years, I want to say, there's been like a new Call of Duty every year. Like, they've, they've gone so, like, before even COD 4 came out, there was like five Call of Duties. Now they're up, they must be like into like 20 mark or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, every year, as Assassin's Creed is like the second most thing that's going to come out every year, but actually it's been diverging from that a little bit. But COD is like every year. COD, FIFA, NHL, NFL, all that shit. All that shit just grinds out. Yeah, Assassin's Creed going once every two years was a smart move. But the it bigger was. question from this that I need to ask you, and we're going to have to get this down, what if you've broken out of prison and you think you've got away... Uh, and you're in the middle of a pandemic, what game would have to come out for you to risk it? Oh, I think in the second, the next God of War will be a pretty good contender, or Spider-Man 2 from the, the, the sequel to the Spider-Man PS4 game. I don't know if there's any game I would venture, I would risk it all for, but that's because I am aware of downloading. This guy yeah, didn't even yeah. need to leave well, his house. Need, yeah, everyone, like, I presume the guy that was helping him hide had internet. So you can just download yeah. it, like, <laughs> wait a day and you'll be fine. Even if you're into it, shit, which living in Birmingham, they're probably going to have to, what, like, wind up some sort of cod or something, or, or cog, yeah. rather, or get a hamster <laughs> running well. in a wheel to get, like, dial-up. <laughs> but you can just wait for, like, three days for it to download yeah. and then you don't go back to prison. But the idea that they're there, like, Oh, downloading is going to take like six hours. Oh, like if a gut side is risking it, yeah. fuck way in six hours. I'm going. I'm going to go to a shop. What shop? None are open. I'm going to go <laughs> hope that Tesco's is allowed to sell video games. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so just ridiculous. Oh. Much, yeah. I don't think there is a. Oh, I'm trying to think. I think if they, if I only had cash. I couldn't download yeah. anything. Yeah. And they released like the perfect follow up to Mass Effect. And it had like 10 out of 10s. I'd watched all the reviews. Yeah. Then I might think, okay, I'm going to go and see if I can buy it. Yeah. Maybe same thing. That, that might be a thing I would do. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever had in my life. But I guess this is the reason why this guy was in prison, maybe. This guy was that. You think he was in prison for sheer stupidity? Like, that's how he ended up in prison? I mean, I think probably 50% of people are. <laughs> <laughs> Says Ben. <laughs> Says me. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, moving on from yep. that, from something stupid to something great, uh, yep. let's talk WandaVision finale. Everyone wants our hot takes. It's been a yep. few days. It's been two, yeah. So, two? I don't know, something like that. Okay. WandaVision finale, episode nine. We had, um, yeah, we had lots of stuff. We had lots of stuff building up, big cliffhanger at the end. Um, so what are, what are your thoughts on it? I thought it was great. I think it was it was it wasn't perfectly done. There was there was one thing in particular that I kind of thought, oh, that's a bit of a letdown. But uh, ultimately, I think if if you're looking at where the MCU was going to be going after Endgame, this is kind of built up a bit of hype. I think I think the show was so yeah. well done. Uh, I obviously we haven't seen Black Widow. We don't know how good Black Widow is, but I think they made the right call. But they were kind of forced to make make this call that yeah. One Division was going to be the first thing we saw. But I think it sets up a lot of a lot of cool stuff, particularly like one of the after credit, both after credit scenes. 
actually kind yeah. of set up where you're like oh cool i can't wait to see what wanda does next and this is very much wanda and vision's story with a yeah. few interesting characters along the way uh, I think the the obvious thing is Evan Peters' role in the finale. Yeah, like the what was it, Ralph Boner or something? It, was, it all led to a dick jerk. <laughs> and I'm I'm a little bit confused about what that means because right. Oh, by the way, one division spoilers. You haven't seen it. Oh, it's, Make, it's been out for ages. Yeah, go, go, it's been out for two days. Go go skip ten ten fifteen minutes ahead and you you'll be away from it. But yeah, go watch it. Um, so Evan Peters, it was it was Quicksilver in it essentially, and like I don't understand because is he has he has he got superpowers or is that just the effect of uh, uh, whatever she called Agnes Agnes something? Uh, is that Agatha? Is he actually, Agatha. Agatha something. Yeah. I think is, he he has to, but he has to actually have superpowers. I think the MCU and. Kevin Feige and everyone like that are too smart to just bring in Sony's Quicksilver mm. and have it just kind of be done. Because we know now that there's an X-Men movie coming that's going to be called The Mutants, which is the original, Stanley's original name for what would become the X-Men. Yeah. Um, so surely, surely they wouldn't do that to Evan Peters. He's also too big a name to just have... Like um, when yeah. I say he's not like DiCaprio or levels of fame of like actor, but like in terms of fame, but he's still a big name to just have yeah, rolling sure. in for a cameo, like like three episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah, but like it came to the fact that he was just like an actor who apparently had super speed, who just she brought him, and he he's not dead, right? He's still he's still about, he's still. Uh, Monica Rambeau beat him down and he was like, oh, just something. And so, yeah, they could definitely bring him in. I would I would like the fact they bring him. It's... I feel bad for the guy who was Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. I can't remember his name, but Aaron something. Um, the, guy, the guy from Kick-Ass. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd like that. But there was also, like, several other... The, the one thing I'd really like to it gave like so many other possibilities of what could be they could do spinning off it like for instance Monica Rambo in one of the other post credit scenes obviously got called up to meet Nick Fury when she's I think she's going to become a key member of Sword and in future uh, I know she's going to be in Captain Marvel too but in future Avengers movies she might play a big role it seems like she's definitely got powers she's definitely got something going on oh I mean she literally phase of it but we don't know what the powers are yet, how they're going to be, but in the comics, she's basically... She was actually Captain Marvel before the current Captain Marvel. When she was... Captain, she was Monica Rambeau was Captain Marvel, and Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel at this point. Um, so I guess they're flipping it. Uh, but, yeah, like I, 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 she's definitely going to be like a key part in future Avengers movies. She, she's a character that's yet to be explored. Yes, she, she is. And we know from the post credit scene, uh, you have one of the scrolls uh, kind of have a quiet word with Monica in the middle of a cinema and uh, someone's like, and she's like, oh, my boss wants to have a chat with you. She's mm. like, oh, where is he? And she points up. And we know that uh, uh, Nick Fury's in space at the minute, isn't he? Yeah. So Not everyone knows. It's like, I think 50% of all the people who watch WandaVision might not remember that. But at the end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, there was like a credit uh, uh post-credit scene where nick Fury is in space basically a big old satellite and that's where swords big division mm. is the hq is well in in the comics like nick fury is this super powerful planet defender yeah. so they've taken the, the mcu's nick fury in a slightly different direction uh where he's pretty much like some sort of weird shadow living in the shadows batman and uh, sure. so he's, <laughs> where he's got all the gadgets that a, a boy could ever want and he so i think it's, it's monica's a really interesting character yeah um, i thought she I really felt liked... like she was going to go a little bit flat at the start of wandavision like she was just going to be a typical uh kind of hero but like there's some other like the cat dennings role 
as well. Kat Dennings played. That's perfection. I think Wu as well. Yeah, you yeah. can see where they're going. I'd like to see Kat Dennings and Wu. And this is kind of branching into what our actual topic is going to be, but doing some kind of like X Files <laughs> Disney oh, Plus show. That would be, be so cool. <laughs> that would be. I, I'd like Monica Rambo is there as well, but the three of them doing like some sort of detective show would be pretty great. Oh, 100%. Uh, so is there, is there anything that you would kind of, I don't, I don't just want to do like every podcast where you just kind of nitpick, but is there anything else that you took issue with in the show or, or oh, do you think like the rest a, of it just great? Oh uh, yeah. So the actual episode, it had like very good emotional moments. Like the, the last speech with Vision and Wanda was really excellent. Like I really loved that scene and the goodbye to the, to the twins was really nice. Uh, the fight, like the thing I took issue with, but the actual fight, like it became very, very superhero, not tropey, but it came like, all right, the, the last episode was just sort of like a superhero fight, and but for a show because the show was so different, it was so far from regular like super fan, super fair, superhero fair. It was just like it was this weird sort of mystery comedy sort of thing. And I would I would prefer them to just keep the mystery even for like until the very end, you know. But it was just like basically a, a, a fight between Vision and Vision, and a fight between two witches. And the rune thing was cool when she was like, "Oh, I I, I threw the wound uh, through the runes into the uh, Westview, and now you can't use the magic." That 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 was like a cool little trick, but it was like okay, it just feels like very normal superhero stuff you know in a for a minute it felt like i was watching like an episode of a flash or something which is not a bad show but it's very sort of just not that creative in how it does stuff so i yeah but i think they sort of need that in a way because it's uh, still part of the mcu so it's still a superhero show right they need some of that stuff they need the climactic thing to be like a battle but it was still good. Like I, I didn't didn't hate it, didn't even dislike it. But in a way, the finale was like one of the weaker episodes to me because it wasn't as interesting as new as all the other episodes. Like the my my favorite episodes of this of One Vision was like episode six and seven. So I think that perfectly struck the line between taking these comedic uh, sitcom sort of tropes, making fun of them, and also being like mystery, also being like psychological drama for Wanda. Uh, but yeah, like overall, I did like it, but it was a bit. The ending was sort of. It was just like it was like superhero fight, and it was it was a fine one. It wasn't bad. I was like, okay, cool. Um, but the actual emotional point point ended pretty well. I like the fact that she's actually Scarlet Witch. Her her costume is awesome. Her costume is really cool, and um, yeah, but it. It was, it was good. Uh, I was just hoping it was ending like a more weird way. The thing I liked most about it was like the possibility of where it can go. Like the the, the biggest uh, post-credit scene to me was when Wanda was in that cabin examining the Darkhold, which was the book I, talk, I talked about a couple of hours ago, Costco, which actually is the reason in the, in the Marvel Universe why vampires exist, that, that uh, grimoire, I want to say. Uh, of the book where she's examining it. Yeah. yeah, and she was like she was like astral projecting, like you would have seen yeah. in Doctor Strange, inside this little cabin in the woods. She'd kind of gone very Logan, mm. just like disappearing to a cabin in the woods next to a lake. And uh, yeah, that was super interesting. I didn't have a problem with the way Vision happened because I was really hoping that we weren't going to say goodbye to Paul Bettany's Vision. Because I think yeah. Paul Bettany is kind of, he flies under the radar with just what a great part of the MCU he became yeah. quite quickly yeah um, so the fact that like they they made vision like a new body but he was fully controlled as a robot yeah. uh, but then the hologram vision from Westview put all his memories and that I presume and like I would presume his part of like a little bit of the Mind Stone stuff because it the the little chip on robot vision's head did change color to like the Mind Stone color mm. And and we found out that that vision, the Westview vision, was just Scarlet Witch's part of the Mind Stone that was inside her. Yeah, it's like her. So that's quite weird. And then that vision just flew off after they had like yeah. an in, after they kind of just broke his programming 
to where he yeah. stopped thinking that, oh, wait, you're not real. So how can you be vision with the ship of Fessius discussion? Mm. Uh, so that's interesting. I'm glad vision just flew off. And yeah, the goodbye was, was cool. great. In terms yeah. of the fight uh, between the witches, it's it's weird because they they showed magic in such a different way to the way that Doctor Strange shows magic. That's true. Yeah. Like there was a lot more, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but there's a lot more like the Harry Potter thing where although there's loads of spells, everyone just flicks their wands to throw bits of light at each other. And that's kind yeah. of the direction they went in there where they, they were just fucking just throwing stuff. And you just yeah. kind of like, I was sat there a little bit like, but we've seen Wanda do so much more. Like Wanda yeah. fucking uh, was about to kill Thanos in Endgame. Yeah. A bit where Thanos is like, I don't even know who you are, but Wanda had him. Yeah, Wanda was definitely beating him in that fight. It and shows that why she's 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 really the most powerful like MCU character we've had, right? I want to say like yeah. To twist it slightly, I also think she part of the discussion was she's stretching herself so much because Agatha's like, this magic is how the hell are you doing all this? So she's yeah. kind of stretching herself so thin. Then maybe all she had left was to be able to throw shit. Yeah. But, yeah, and it is cool. the the Scarlet Witch costume. You're right, is great. I do wish they did the fight a little bit different, but I don't. I don't know how. So I guess that's kind of a shit critique to give because I don't know how else you could do it. Because I don't Same. also also don't want to see them just stand there just like shouting spells like they're doing jitsus in Naruto. <laughs> so I don't really know how you do it. Yeah, how be better, but. Yeah, like, it, I have the same real critique as you. It's, it, I didn't, uh, the Harry Potter mo- uh, comparison didn't actually uh, come into mind because I feel like so much magic stuff in TV and movies and stuff is just, like, flicking light balls at each other, just flicking, like, these balls of energy at each other and people, like, dodging them. That's, like, that's a most tropey thing about yeah yeah you're right harry potter was just the first thing that came to mind but you're not you're not wrong there is a lot of things it's like we've got all this magic in the world i'm just gonna throw stuff yeah we're not gonna explain (laughs) what it is we're just gonna throw random shit at you like it's all like a gunfight essentially but yeah like i yeah that was my the worst part of wandavision really was but the finale fight but i don't think it's a bad fight it's just hard to do that because we've seen a lot of it, like obviously we've seen Harry Potter, we've seen random little movies that came out, like a fucking Sorcerer's Apprentice from Nick Cage, who well, they did the same sort of thing. And like magic is is such a sort of tropey rehearsed thing in, in nowadays, where it's like the first show that broke, it was so interesting for a lot of it, and was so creative. It was like this was the least most like boiled down thing it was like yeah. this was the least fun thing to write for the writers probably um but you also I think got the like... way to, another disney movie that came out oh a few months ago which also had some mcu people in it because chris pat and tom holland and it was onward and onward like is an animated movie but it dealt with magic as well yeah. in a way more interesting way because it was like mm. the guy uh, tom holland's character he was the only one who could use magic and it's a world where people have forgotten about magic because technology took over. Okay. So people are like, well, we don't need magic anymore. Um, but like, they're trying to bring, they're trying to like bring it back. It's a good movie. Go watch it. It's on Disney plus. And, uh, but he had to like learn spells, but he had to do completely different things for like each spell. He could still do them quickly, but he had to yeah. make sure that he did all these different like steps along the way. Um, mm. so that was way more. Yeah. But again, as you say, you don't, they had to condense the fight down. There was all these rumours. They were like, oh, the last three episodes are going to be an hour long. And they weren't. They were pretty no, they were much like the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like 45 like, minutes with credits. Yeah. I overall think what we think of WandaVision. It's overall really excellent show. I really enjoyed every episode. I love how just... The, my favourite thing is how weird it was. Like, in a way... My favorite episodes were like some of the early ones because they were just so heavy into the old, like bewitched sort of style. And I was like, this is daring as fuck, but I love it. I love the fact that they're being this daring. And they, they, it was still sort of modern humor because, like, it was very MCU based humor. 
but yeah like it was overall like a very excellent show like I'm very happy with WandaVision so uh, what we got from it yeah, I think if this is where the MCU is going, it's fantastic. Uh, it's a great thing to see. They tried something completely unique. They went mm. out of the realms of what they had done for the rest of the MCU movies. They told a really well-structured, emotional story with Wanda. Wanda effectively having to say goodbye. And yeah. it is, it's the story of a woman in complete grief. Grief has completely yeah. overtaken her. She's acting out, but she's acting out because of the grief whilst also having these insane yeah. powers. And acting um, out of like delusion, she builds like a delusionary world out of grief because of grief. Yeah, she does, and I'm looking forward to where Wanda goes. I'm glad Vision's still going to be part of it whenever he yeah. comes back into yeah. it. They set things up with Monica Rambo really well with Kat Dennings' character. With they introduced Sword, uh, we mm. got to see Wu again. There was some great references. I think the Evan Peters playing Quicksilver thing does show that there's there's room for Sony and Marvel to work together a little bit more, perhaps. Yeah, um, I don't know, maybe that'll end up being a one-off, but I think it kind of gives hope. And I'm look, I'm really looking forward to, to Doctor Strange now, to the next Doctor yeah. Strange movie. Same, absolutely. And Scarlet Witch is apparently going to be in the next Spider-Man, along with Half the World. And, Actually, uh, Wanda's got a way more interesting character to me because of his show, and so is Vision. Yeah. Like, Wanda, she wasn't, I don't, in a way, she wasn't, Vision as well. She wasn't the, the main focus of Enlian movies. She didn't like, get she, the screen time. No, like, Wanda was a good character. I liked her. But, and I liked Vision as well. Like, I actually really, really liked Vision already. But she was never the main focus. This put them into the forefront and made their characters, like, so much more interesting about what the psyche is, what's going on in their heads. What's, yeah. I think the next, the next phase is definitely going to be built around what Wanda does. Now yeah. that she's got all these powers. And also, and then when it comes to the space thing, it's going to be down to what kind of four and Monica and Captain Marvel get up to. But when it comes to kind of what's going on on Earth, it's everything's now going to be built around wonder. And I think yeah, that's a great sure. thing from what they've done. And I'm looking yeah. forward to I know it's going to be completely different. I don't know if they're even going to reference stuff in WandaVision. But next week, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier start starts. Mm. That's going to be a completely different show. It's going to be more. Uh, yeah. Espionage, I you like the Captain America's uh, films have been, apart from the first one. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to uh, that as well. It's, it's going to be clear. I don't think that you're going to reference anything in one of the but I, uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it as well. Also, random to segue into the thing I'm looking forward to as well Superman and Lois episode three. So, you haven't heard about There's a new Superman show called Superman and Lois. And if Nathan probably knows this, but if I've probably said it several times in the podcast, Superman is like one of my least favorite superheroes because he's boring as fuck to me. He's just a guy with powers. He's like a robot without emotions in most ways to, to me. But the show, there's a new um, what, CBS show or something. Who the same people who make that Arrow, Flash, or whatever. CW. But, and I, CW. That's the one. And I didn't give much faith for it. Like I wouldn't. I didn't even realize it was it was happening until. Or one of my friends told me, and was like, oh, this show's actually really good. And I was like, really? A Superman show? And I was like, okay. I was sort of hungover last sun- Sunday. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to, I have no idea what to, I'm just going to download this. I mean, watch it legally. Um, and, <laughs> and it's actually really fucking good. Like, it's, it's not amazing. I wouldn't give it 10 out of 10 or even 9 out of 10. But it's a solid eight. I've watched the first two episodes. Solid eight out of 10. So. The reason why is because it's got good writing. It's about Superman and Lois and their two, uh, two twin sons who are like 17. And it gives like a lot of humanity to Superman. You see him quite vulnerable a lot of the time. You see, you see him as Superman doing the Superman shit, you know, saving people or whatever. And him dealing with like fatherhood a lot. The, the main focus of the show is him dealing with fatherhood. And he's... Um, so you have you see him as a human being with human problems, right? Which is my main gripe with Superman. He's just like an action guy. He's just John Wick essentially, and I like John Wick kind of, but you know he's just John Wick with with a bit more like honor, I guess. Uh, so yeah, the show is it's actually really good. Like uh, they've got decent actors. The woman who plays Lois is probably my favorite 
uh, of the the main cast. The two kids I've not, well, I, I couldn't name a, a single person who are the main cast, even Superman. A uh, handsome <laughs> fucking guy, by the way, handsome guy. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, so super, the main cast is like Superman, Lois, and their two sons. I want to say Jonathan and Ooh, Jordan. I've got it up in front of me. Yes, you got it right. Jonathan Jordan, yeah. Oh, he's he's a tasty dish, isn't he? He's a tasty Tyler Hochlin. Yeah, Hochlin. I know he played Superman in like the crossover events. Oh, he yeah. was in Teen Wolf. How was he? <laughs> what is Teen Wolf? Uh, what would do you mean the the film with Michael J. Fox? No, uh, there was a TV show as well, like a recent. They redid the TV show and stuff. Um, it's yeah. about a, it's about like a, it's a type of YA novel, but someone's a werewolf. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, he was in Teen Wolf, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's, it, generally, I would really recommend what, watching it. Give it a go. It's not, it's not, it's not a 10 out of 10. It's not. But I've only seen the first two episodes. Um, but it's the most interesting Superman's ever been to me. Really, like it's, uh, and I know there's a ton of great, like Superman, like the Marvel Universe, the DC Universe wouldn't really exist without Superman. I know he's the first, there's a lot of shit. There's my main character that I love in the world, which is Spider-Man, wouldn't exist maybe without Superman. But him as a character, I've never like, I don't think I've ever read an issue of like Superman comics uh, because it's just not that interesting to me. Um, but this makes him interesting to me. So, Superman Lois, give it a watch. Give, if you've got an hour and a half to watch, get watched the rest of the episodes. Very, very good stuff. Uh, I will be sure to do that for next week, and then we can talk about it nice. in, in more detail. But, uh, yeah, as, as we've been mentioning, kind of WandaVision and a lot of kind of team-ups have been happening, we decided that uh, the Disney Plus once again need our help for some team-ups for some other shows there's a lot coming that kind of like wandavision uh falcon and winter soldier as well where they've taken two characters and gone smash here's a name for a show let's stick their names together yeah and let's let's see what happens so uh for the final bit of this week's episode we're just going to suggest some ideas uh ben do you want to start us off sure sure um the first one i wanted to do is actually saying speaking of wanda can do Wonder Man. First up is Wonder Man goes to Hollywood, which gives like a little bit of a history episode. Don't know who Wonder Man is. That's fair enough. He's not. We spoke main... about him the other week. Yeah, he's he he is a big character in, in the Marvel comics. He's quite powerful, uh, but I can't recall what his powers are. But he's basically Wonder actually had a relationship with him after Vision died or before Vision died, before which Vision was around. Basically. The, in the Marvel comics, there's a guy called Wonder Man. He was a bad guy to begin with. Then he flipped good. He had lots of powers. He had like psych. He had similar powers to Vision, I would say. But when he, he died, really, really new when he was in his like heroic career. And Tony Stark gave, uh, and Ant-Man gave Vision the, the, his mind, his like, human mind. And that's why Wonder and Vision actually got together in the comics. And they had a much more historic relationship than than uh, Scott than Wanda and Wonder Man. So Wonder Man is like a, a, a guy, but put that on a fruit. What in this is the MCU, so that's not necessarily involved. That's that his history is not necessarily the same at all. Is is going to be in the MCU shows? I want so his name is Simon Williams. He's just right now. He's a stuntman working in B films all over America. He's been working. You know the films that Bruce Willis and Nicolas Cage are in every like six months that are just like called. Oh, you're calling Bruce Willis a B-list actor? Most of the time, yeah. Um, oh, jeez. He is, <laughs> and it's called like I don't know, Shot Eleven or <laughs> Panic Panic on Main Street, Panic on Main Street, or the last The Last Crusader. You know, I'm trying to think of a good name for a bit. Between the Eyes. Yeah. And the poster is a guy just with a bullet hole between his eyes. Yeah, no worry about that. Or Bangkok Dangerous, which is actually a film. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he just stars in all his films because he's, like, basically almost invulnerable. So he's great at being a stuntman, but uh, he wants to keep that under wraps. Uh, but, yeah, so he's, he's made of ironic energy, which is, like, a thing. It's, like, plasma energy. It's, it's, it's like, a weird concept in Marvel. 
But Ionic Energy, so he's really good at being a smart man. But no one knows that. He wants to keep it under wraps, yeah? Because he doesn't want to be superior. He wants to be... His true calling in, in life is of that, an actor, like a mainless Brad Pitt, Leo DiCaprio sort of a- actor. So he wants to be an actor, and he's somewhat of a selfish guy. He's not... He's not a guy who get powers and he's like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go stop world hunger. He's like, really, what could this do for me? And uh, yeah, so he wants to be a holiday actor, but now he's just working as a stuntman. So he decides to shift his life, moves to Hollywood, gets like a shitty ass apartment, and has a few like weird, quirky roommates. He and maybe uh, so it's like a comedy. The show, I see the show is half comedy. Sort of like, say, Master of None and half super heroic, but always comedic. And I also want, uh, because the connection in the Marvel comics with, Vin- with Vision and one, uh, Wonder Man, I think they should do something of the same. Maybe the new Vision, who flew off in Wonder Vision, could, <laughs> I'm saying Wonder a lot, could um, a week meet, meet Wonder Man and he could give him some part of his humanity because this vision is still he's like I want to say 70% still robotic thinking right still like destroy the pull off my command objective you know yeah and I think maybe if in a weird way they could give him some of the experience some of this wonder guy's humanity they could have like a cool relationship where this vision is maybe like somewhat of a mentor him because he's got the memories of vision who was like the most noble version uh, person in the MCU. Maybe in line, maybe second to Captain America, maybe. But Vision was like the most worthy guy, the the nicest thing, you know, in the MCU was Vision, in a way. So maybe he can, this restored Vision could be a mentor character for Wonder Man. He could bounce off him. Maybe maybe this Vision is one of his one of his roommates. And yeah, it could bounce off him and stuff. I like it. It's a really good idea. So yeah, he's it's... he's literally just a stunt man who, stunt man. who wants to make it stuff. bigger and starts trying yeah. to get. So you could have like scenes where he's trying to like talk his agent into trying to get him like some more acting roles. He's like, hey, I just don't. Yeah. I want to be the guy above. I want my name above the poster. Yeah. Get me some roles. Yeah, I want what I want. I want the beginning episode him to move to LA. Like, stop being a stunt man. Maybe he'll get some like stunt parts along the way. And it'd be like, I want to, I'm tired of being a stunt man because that's what, what everyone thinks of me. He's got, he's got powerful ass superpowers. Like Wonder Man is, I want to say, top 30 strongest characters in the Marvel Universe, the comics universe. Yeah. And so I want, yeah, I want him to be like completely almost disregard this stuff. Like, I don't care. Like, they've got four, they've got Captain Marvel, they've got, They've got Falcon running about to do all the superheroic shit. I, I just want to be an actor. I want the fame. I want the I want the money. I want the women. That's this sort of guy who is selfish. Not a terrible person. He's selfish. Like he, he perhaps does some good good things for people along the way, and occasionally gets involved with superheroic sort of shit. Uh-huh. But but I want it always to be like a comedy. I want it to be like a quirky ass comedy about this guy who's got a secret and got like several weird roommates who's trying to be an actor. I want it more focused on that than the superheroics. Seventy percent focused on him just trying to be an actor and being a bit of a shit, and thirty percent of like superheroic shit. You know. I like it. That's such a good idea. Mm. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. So my idea is, uh, it's kind of like way WandaVision kind of adapted some sitcom stuff, I wanted to kind of, for this idea, adapt another movie uh, yeah. and to help it out. So, obviously, everyone is everyone has seen The Skulls. The Skulls? Uh, the Skulls. The Skulls, Joshua Jackson, uh, Paul Walker, uh, the, the 2000 film, The Skulls. I've never heard of that in my life. Okay. So for those, for, for obviously everyone else has seen it, this is a really big deal. But uh, it, it was a movie about these two shitty guys who get a scholarship into a big university and end up joining this uh, secret organization called the Skulls. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's worth a watch. Um, so I want to to make the scrolls. 
scrolls. <laughs> and it's kind of like, it's weird because this is the second time it's been mentioned in one show, Teen Wolf. It's kind of like Teen Wolf. Uh, okay. And there's a scroll who is now lives on Earth and he has to join, he gets into this school, uh, but he's not that good at like cloaking yet. Sure. So every now and then it kind of like fucks up and he becomes yeah. a scroll. So he's kind of got to deal with that. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of like Teen Wolf, but with a scroll. And then he <laughs> kind of makes some friends who find out who he, who who this scroll really is. Yeah. Um, I don't know if scrolls have gender in the same way, so I don't want to say like him I or her. I think they do. I, I, I feel like they do. Uh, okay. And it's just sort of like, and so there ends up just being this kind of like society of people that know they're a scroll, which you kind yeah. of all of his quirky friends. So obviously you've got kind of like the nerdy Asian friend, you've got the cool uh, jock black guy friend who kind of pretends that he's not, he has cooler mates, but kind of has to pretend that he doesn't hang out with these people, but really does. There's obviously like yeah. the super, like the super sexy love interest in this girl who's kind of like, oh, you're a scroll. That's really hot. And um, and it's just kind of the, the life of this this scroll having to like go to parties and stuff. But when he gets drunk, it becomes even harder to look like a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like smokes weed and like, er, er, and he just turns back to a scroll and like no one notices because they're so high. Like, oh man, you look a bit green. Yeah, and it's like set. It's like seven episodes long, and the last episode it like really fails. Whilst he's like he's getting super high with all these like classmates, and he becomes a scroll, and that's where he realizes everyone knew he was a scroll the entire time they just wanted to be friends with them because they're super cool yeah and so it's like a really like it's kind of it's a lovely story about this person thinking they had to hide but really they didn't and it's also kind of like teen wolf yeah sure (laughs) but that's just generally quite beautiful like that's such a nice right and i'd want it to end there or like maybe this character can do like a different sort of show but this show should just be like one season when this is the arc where the character just realizes at the end, like, he doesn't have to hide. People don't think scrolls are all bad because, like we know in Captain Marvel, the, the script was flipped. Originally, yeah. it was the uh, fucking what are they called? Uh, the Kree, which the were Kree, the good guys, yeah. and the scrolls, which are the bad guys. But in, the, in Captain Marvel, the thing I liked most about it was like, they actually script, uh, flipped that story where the scrolls were the good guys and the Kree were the kind of Nazi-ish sort of people. Yeah, and the, yeah, so it's just called the scrolls. Unless anyone yeah. has a better better name for me, but I was just obviously stealing from the massively Her successful. A <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon like, we could get. I reckon we could get. Emma Watson out of her fake retirement to be in this. Yeah. She could be the scroll. <laughs> she could be the scroll. Oh god, that would be so good if there's just like a scene where the scroll's super drunk and uh, he's like, and uh, I keep saying him, but it doesn't have to be him. Like keep just trying to like turn back into how he, how they usually look to hide, but all he can yeah. do is just keep turning into these famous people, kind of like how. <laughs> Brad Pitt made this cameo as the invisible guy in Deadpool 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, he's just ch- desperately trying to like look like this 15-year-old person, but he yeah. just turns into Brad Pitt by accident. Yeah, it turns into Danny Trejo. Like, All right. <laughs> and someone yeah, and no, everyone walks past without recognising Danny Trejo, but then he accidentally turns to Brad Pitt, and so he just gets flocked. Yeah, <laughs> Brad Pitt. <laughs> it's like, what do you do? What do you do, man? <laughs> like, uh, uh, all right, let's run through, let's run through our final two. Let's do this, right. man. Sounds amazing. Uh, no, this show generally sounds great. Uh, my final one, uh, my final one is called the Modoc Company. So Modoc, you know, you know Modoc is right. Yeah, I know who Modoc is. Yeah, basically a big head on a computer, on a, on a com- electronic chair. But he's one of the biggest villains in MCU. He's very, he's, he's a lot of shit. But he's like too weird for almost for MCU. But this is also. A comedy sort of thing. I want it to be like a mockumentary about the Modoc company. He has a secret. So he's had a secret career of villainy. Like he's Modoc. I want to start with his sort of shit he's done because he's just like misunderstood. He's this guy who became like the ugliest thing in the world, and he just turned bad because of it. But he's had like this secret career in it. But now he's done something of a change of heart and recruited a group of talented people who are like experts in. In a lot of things, like uh, expert in, like a botany expert, uh, an expert in climate change, an expert in like big, 
uh, cryptocurrency or something. Like he has this, <laughs> it has this group of like maybe five or six people. They just recruited to be like, let's change the world for the better. Um, but he still goes into somewhat like he's a he's somewhat he's trying to be a good guy. He's still like a bit of a megalomaniac. Like so he's a bit a massive like narcissist, but he he wants to sort of do good. But he he, he sometimes at like, half time he's like trying to do evil, and he's in his team and he's trying to try and stop him. But um, sometimes he's like he's just, like really zen, and he could have like a yoga instructor as well. Could we um, could we have it? Could we have it instead of being a mockumentary? Could we do it where it starts out with him? He wants to do better in his company and kind of like help more people and not be so shitty. So then he decides to go on undercover boss. <laughs> yeah, that could definitely be like the first episode. Yeah, that's why. Like he, he's obviously scared, but he's always scared of showing his like true face to people. That's why he's been a bad guy. Why did they um, never do undercover boss with Robert Downey Jr.? I don't know. Like being as stark. Going yeah, 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 that would be amazing. They should they have done that for done an, that. Like, an SNL sketch or something. Yeah, they could but, have done but, it for like a charity thing, like when on Red Nose Day, they do like really random shit, like film stars yeah. come and do that. They could have, oh, that's such a missed opportunity. It is, but maybe that, that'll be a what if episode, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah. But imagine like a narcissistic, more narcissistic version of like Elon Musk that had this is a big head in in a big chair, <laughs> in a robotic chair that floats around. And yeah, a uh, cast of experts who have their, like, they've got their own agendas, they're, they're weird characters. And I want, like, an all-star cast. I want, I want maybe Sam Rockwell or Jim Carrey as actually MODOK. I don't have to look like him, maybe, but, like, maybe MODOK is, like, mostly CGI. We could get, but... no, we could get Jim Carrey again, and we could get him, because we know he'll do insane costumes, like the Grinch. Yeah. So we could get him to just do like the same costume yeah. where he's just a giant head. <laughs> just a giant head, yeah. You could use really old school filming tactics and do like, uh, so he looks giant because he's super close to the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Modoc Company. I, I, out of the three, this is my favourite idea. All right, let's, let's hear your last one. Let's run through it quick. Yeah. The last one's weird as shit, and I might be like cancelled for it. But anyway, <laughs> it's called Star Fox. Star Fox is going even fucking deeper into the realms of the, even a deeper cut. Star Fox is actually the I don't the brother of Thanos or the one of the, one of his cousins. He's oh, one wait, of you, the, I thought you were making note. I thought you were going so off piece. Then you're not doing the Nintendo game. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. You're just using the name. I was like, what? Yeah. The hell? You put Star, Star Fox. Star Fox That'd be fucking yeah. amazing. <laughs> I mean, Star Fox is shit. And Nintendo Star Fox, I think, is shit. But anyway. Um, I think it was shit. So, it was pretty shit. I, no one likes it. <laughs> so, anyway, anyway uh, so Star Fox is an actual Marvel hero. He's, um, yeah, he's one of the Titans, but he's like a good guy. He's a, he is... And a, a, so he's a character who has the power to make anyone horny around him. <laughs> <laughs> literally this is canon and oh my God. in like 60s and 70s his comics were all, I've never actually read them I just heard them like I researched them for this podcast he's a character he, he's got like he's super, he's super strong he's like in Bramble or whatever but I want for this show I want him to be like the sort of power but he, in his comics he basically went around and just fucked a bunch of aliens because he could and it was, and he just wanted to like spread his seeds so Titan, so Titan would have like a bigger population. There'd be more Titan, half Titan people in the world. Uh, so that was like his objective. But he, he was like a nice character. He was a good character, I believe. Um, but in this show, I want him to have the power level of maybe like a Star Lord, but still with this maybe like a slight uh, nerf on this uh, horny. I don't know what to call it. He could. Raise the sexual endorphins of people of species around him, essentially. Uh, so maybe, but maybe it works half the time. Maybe it doesn't for this show. But I want it to be like an intergalactic, self-referential sort of James Bond. They're like sort of he's a James Bond character who's like saving different planets, right? Yeah. And it wants to be, and I want him to poke because yes, he's a character that wants to have sex with a lot of people. But I want to poke the fun out of that. How 
non-PC that is in like modern culture. I want it to be like how easy this show could be cancelled. I want it to poke fun at that show. I want it to be like, this is the show. This is what we're doing. I know some people might be like turned off by the premise, but we're going to reference that and we're going to do that with nuance, you know? Uh, yeah, so it's like a comedy action swashbuckler sort of event- adventure. He has a crew of like maybe three other people. I don't want them to be like a massive crew. Maybe like a, yeah, four people in the crew. Different roles. They can have an engineer, they can have a pilot or whatever. But Star Fox has to, yeah, he has to save the galaxy. Half the time, it's just him saving the galaxy. Half the time, he does have to fuck some, like, alien. Yeah. But also, I want it to be, uh, like, sometimes I want it to be total horror. Uh, Like, sometimes it could go into, like, a really horrific, horrific planet where they have, like, disgusting inhabitants. And, like, in the end, like, he has to fight a bunch of them that look like snake scorpion people. In the end, he has to, like, fuck one of them. And he's like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. And, the, and his crew are like, come on, Star Fox, get it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> the yeah. best bit is, like, he goes around trying to bang all these aliens, but he doesn't know how banging these aliens work. Yeah, so he's getting himself in all sorts of problems yeah. where it's like, oh, I'm going to bang you. And it's like in yeah. Demolition Man when Sylvester <laughs> Stallone tries to bang Sandy B. And Sandy yeah. B gets out these, like, VR visors because that's how they have sex then and he's like oh no I was hoping to stick this inside you and like but where does he stick it on some of these things does he stick it do they stick it oh god maybe maybe that could be an entire episode that could be a one-off episode where most of it most of the show is like a like sort of firefly-esque small sexual version of firefly but one episode could just be, I've got this thing in front of me. I've got this mass which has 10 tentacles, three buttholes, and 27 <laughs> eyes or something. Be like, how do I have sex with it? And his crew are just looking at it and trying to figure it out for like all episode. That could be like the <laughs> ma- amazing episode. <laughs> like 45 minutes just going over and being like, I guess you put it here maybe. And he's, he's just like trying to, uh, this show would definitely be like at, at least like, rated r or pg-13 oh, so, yeah uh but yeah but this is a show i know it's not the safest show in the world to make but if they do it right if they do it right that honestly you'd want like you want to even talk about the fact that this guy is just trying to have sex with as many people many people as he wants but he's doing it for a right reason you know he's doing it for because he wants to maybe this planet is just dying if he's not there this planet just won't exist without more like Titan blood in its genes, you know. Um, so yeah, they'll they, they talk about to 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 not to have be like a decent show, nuance and not offensive to people. They don't want that, but have it talk about the fact that this his mission is sort of fucked up in this modern age. This anti, which is correct, I want yeah. to say. Just to go some people, like, some people just want to yeah. go. Some people just want to bang. There's nothing wrong also, with just wanting to bang. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so Star Fox, it, I, I, I know I said, I know I said Modoc, but also this might be my favourite of the, of the three. If they did it right, this is a show I'd want to see out of the three. Oh. My, my last two ideas before we ride off into the podcasting sunset. Uh, I've got two more, I'll run through them quick. Uh, I've got Happy Aunt, uh, which Happy is an erotic Aunt. thriller about Aunt May being kidnapped by an offshoot of Hydra. Uh, loads of sex scenes, Happy and Robin from How I Met Your Mother. I uh, have to save her. Oh, really? Okay. But he can't sure. tell Peter. That's the other thing. You're sure. like, oh, why does he just call Peter? Like, Hydra. He's like, no, I promised him I'd look after his aunt. First <laughs> holiday, fucking lost her immediately. Sure. So what happens in the show? Is it just about... Aunt they, they, go, they go on a holiday for the first time to, like, Cuba. Yeah. And uh, Peter's like, you better fucking look after her. He gives him the talk. Mm. He's like, happy... I don't like this relationship. It's always freaked me out. Uh, but you guys seem happy. Enjoy your holiday. <laughs> Look after her or I'll come get you. And he gets I to Cuba that. and then yeah. there's an offshoot of Hydra, like some Hydra agents who are just like fucking, they're still around doing their own thing. Yeah. And they couldn't, they're like, shit, that's happy. Let's steal his woman. Sure. And they steal his woman for leverage. They're like, we yeah. want Nick Fury. We'll kill him. You know where he is. Happy's like, I don't. I'm not even sure yeah. we've ever had a scene together. <laughs> to cut in momentarily, 
I when he said that, when you said the premise, for some reason I thought of the Toby Maguire um, <laughs> and had like, like that's kind of weird. Oh, and that'd I, be really funny. Yeah, and I only just realised that you meant the really fucking hot yeah, Aunt not, May who's from the yeah, modern ones. Yeah. The MCU hot Aunt May. Yeah, Aunt May. And then yeah. they get to Cuba, having a great time. Hydra agents still kidnap him, leave him a note and stuff and whatever whatever they want for like the return and uh then then he can't tell peter he promised he'd look after him yeah uh, <laughs> so it's kind of like teen wolf it's not sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's like and happy's like i've oh, shit i need help uh but the only person you can get in contact with is robin from how i met your mother sure he's not actually uh whatever character was in the M- mcu she's just robin from how i met your mother <laughs> <laughs> really funny if it was. Um, and it's and they become like buddy cops. So it's kind of like a buddy yeah. cop thing. That's amazing. Well they got they gotta save they've got to save Art May from these Hydra agents, whoever these people yeah. are. You know, you know the ones. Uh, my other yeah. idea is is perhaps the best title that I've managed to work into this. Uh, it's right. the art of war. Oh shit. <laughs> and it's now that war machine's all like he's all fucked up and paralyzed and stuff. So he's got a lot of spare time on his hands when he's not in the suit. So he sure. just takes up really tasteful paintings. Like, he takes up <laughs> art. And uh, so he, he like, draws or does all this fantastic art and uh, teams up with Michael Pena from Ant-Man, yeah. uh, just, who just tries to sell it for him. That, that, that so is it's just about idea. two guys who are trying to make no, some... No, I, I love that. Yeah, I love... Because yeah. it's... That's not even like a superhero show. It's just an artist and yes. a artist uh, and a salesman. hustler, yeah, yeah, selling art. But they're also like very, very connected to the the the, the, the yeah. bigger world. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're really good at painting, but uh, and he's like, I'm really good at selling. Yeah. And Michael Penny is always trying to talk him into like doing knockoffs, doing like fakes, and doing like, oh, why don't you just paint like the Mona Lisa? We'll sell it as the actual Mona Lisa on the black market. War Machine's like, nah. So they never do anything illegal. He just draws and it's about Michael Pena trying to sell it to make yeah, some yeah. cash. That's all anyone wants, to make a bit of cash. You know, yeah. I mean, what is War Machine going to do otherwise? Like, what? I know he's got some series coming out called like Armor Wars in like four years, but I have, no fucking, I have no fucking... I have no idea. He's paralyzed, right? Is, 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 or is he paralyzed? Was he paralyzed in the... Uh, yeah, he got shot between, like, the ver- some vertebrae or something fell to earth because his suit was fucked up by the in, mice. In Civil War? Yeah, Civil War. The, 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 in, like, the, the end of the fight when Cap yeah, yeah. and Vision, like, Bucky are, like, flying like, off. And yeah. then Vision shoots up in the sky to try and hit uh, Falcon. Yeah. Tony Stark made some, like... You know, like in The Dark Knight Rises, where they make those weird, like, things to help Bruce Wayne's joints? I think mm. Tony Stark made, like, a similar thing so that he could start learning to walk. But that's okay. going to be uncomfortable. And also, he's got yeah, a lot of yeah, time. Yeah. We don't want him at full capacity. We don't want him wielding in the war machine armor. Yes. Especially now that his best friend's dead. So, like, he's got yeah. nothing, got nothing that, but time. Yeah, that, that that's going to give a lot of artistic... You know, a lot, a lot of artistic material they can paint for. Yeah, originally I thought the art of war. My original idea was this: was that he starts a podcast. Where, but then I was, then I vaguely remembered I'd already suggested that ages ago in a podcast. So oh, really? I went. <laughs> I, it feels like an idea I've had before. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, and I just, I just oh, think Michael Pena is a treasure, and we need to see more of him. He is. He is. Like I. He like his. He was my favorite part in Ant Man, and Ant Man too. So my Michael Pena is a favorite. So, uh, but yeah, let let us know whose idea you think is the best. Uh, we had such a wide capacity of ideas. Like our ideas went all over the fucking road, and I love it. <laughs> so let us know who's your favorite. Is at rogue underscore opinion. You can find me at Nathan Greenaway. Uh, at, when you're listening to this, the second episode of my other comedy scripted podcast, That Ain't Sport, will be out. You can find it at That Ain't Sport on Twitter, or just type That Ain't Sport to any of your podcast apps, and uh, it should come up. Second episode's uh, it's really good. Uh, we've got a brilliant voice uh, voice actor Sam Christensen who uh, takes up the reins of playing 
playing a character and she'll be back in the future as well. So go give it a listen. Let me know what you think. You can also listen to me talk about uh, football uh, on Project Dits. It's at Project D-I-T-S um, plus added time every weekend with my co-host Dara. Uh, ben, where can people find you? What have you got going on? Uh, ben underscore E-B-E-R-T. As always, I've got random shit in the works, but nothing is going to come other than this podcast. Nothing is coming straight away. Um, yeah, we, uh, I've got some stuff going on. We're going to do... We are... In my in my YouTube series, I've got made with a couple of friends. We're absolutely going to film a new episode very soon, and like so, maybe in two weeks there'll be a new episode of East Meets West out. And yeah, the, uh, I've got shit in the works, but nothing I can say is going to come out in next week or so. Well, thank you very much for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>